I'm Billy Buttery, and this is Foodist Culture, a podcast. I hope your summer has been amazing. With fall rapidly approaching and the start of a new school year, I'm excited to be back behind the mic. Well, it's not so much a new school year as it is the first school year for my son. He starts junior kindergarten what feels like way too soon. I mentioned in the last episode I was stressed about what to send him for lunches for school. Well, it sent me on a journey to find a lunch expert, and boy did I find an awesome gem. Jenny from Little Love Lifestyle and Little Lunch Love is wonderful. She is a fountain of knowledge and started sharing her journey of packing school lunches for her daughter in 2015. She now packs lunches for both her kids and shares what she sends and what comes back. Jenny had so much information to share that this will be a three-part episode. And honestly, even if you won't be packing lunches every day for your little kiddos, there is some fantastic information in these episodes about feeding children in general and packing lunches for yourself. This episode focuses on what to pack. The next episode will be what gear to buy for lunches. And finally, the almighty fan favorite, hacks. Instead of having you wait a week, the next episode will be posted tomorrow and the last episode the following day. Be sure to follow along and make sure you're subscribed to hear all three. Enjoy. Okay, Jenny, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Me too. I, this is like selfishly, I mean, I having you on for myself. I feel like I'm learning from the pro right now. Well, you know, I, uh, just preparing for this podcast, it uh, it made me relearn everything for lunches because I, I feel like, you know, with with COVID-19, I've been out of the lunch packing game for so long that now with, you know, back to school coming up in September, just around the corner, this is a great refresher for me too. So thank you. Awesome. I'm so glad to have you on. Um, well, first I want to start with just a little bit of one of your favorite school memories from when you were a kid. Oh, <laughs> my mom hates it when I talk about this because, um, you know what, my favorite school memories is really the food that she would, she would pack for me that I started packing for myself, which I would complain about as a child, but looking back, you know, now I, it's the food that I love to pack for my kids. And it really is like that charcuterie, you know, like grapes and, you know, fresh cuts like salami and crackers and, you know, delicious cheese and whatnot. And I would be staring at the kids beside me, you know, with their sandwiches on, you know, white bread and just be like, oh, I wish I could have that, you know, and, <laughs> and now I have a whole new appreciation for food and I love packing, you know, that same lunch for my kids. Um, so I, I'm appreciative to my mom for, you know, introducing that type of lunch for me because uh, I love it so much now instead of my kids. That's awesome. I mean, I think that that's probably almost everybody's favorite lunch and snack now as adults. Oh, um, yeah. So it's great that that it's so common now to see kids lunches like that. But I think that you're part of the reason you've paved the way for all of us. Oh, thank you. It's <laughs> It's been quite the journey. That's for sure. It started uh, eight years ago when my daughter started junior kindergarten. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to pack? And that's just kind of went from there, became like a pretty a creative outlet for myself. And I took a lot of joy and pleasure in it and started sharing photos about it on Instagram. And then it just kind of connected me to a whole world of other lunch packing parents. And it's just been a lot of fun. It's been a great journey. Awesome. And now and you have two kids. So now you're packing two lunches starting, starting rapidly approaching. I feel like September's running at us. <laughs> yes. And two kids with two very different eating habits. So, you know, trying to figure out what I can common foods I can pack in both of their lunch boxes has been is always a challenge, but that's okay. I, I don't think motherhood isn't a challenge at any point. So <laughs> yeah. And my um I can't remember my mom said my grandma used to say this or someone in my family used to say this, but as soon as you get to like an easy or as soon as you get into like a group of something, 
don't worry, it'll change. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's like, as soon as you get into the groove of lunches, don't worry, it's going to change. Yeah, for sure. And you're, you must be excited. Your son's starting school for the first year, right? In September, first time. Yeah, excited, overwhelmed, mm-hmm. um, nervous, you know, all of those things. I think I'm finally gotten him sort of like hyped up about it and he's excited. And, um, but now it's like, okay, but now it's real. You know, I'm yeah. putting the stickers on all of his things and mm-hmm. naming his clothes and it's, it's crazy. And, but I think the lunchbox has actually gotten him super excited. <laughs> it is excited. It's exciting, especially, you know, the way lunchboxes look nowadays. You know, when I was at school, we were given a brown bag, <laughs> which didn't make lunch very appealing. It was warm and, you know, the banana was soggy. And nowadays it's very different, the lunch game. Totally. Or like a rewash Ziploc. <laughs> oh, yes. Which I still rewash Ziplocs, by the way. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, I'm excited to, to dive in a little bit. Um, so we're going to start with food. So what should parents pack their kids for lunch? I'm sure you're asked this a lot. All the time. And it looks so different for every child because every child has different eating habits. So really what we need to do is we just need to concentrate on packing food that they will eat, especially um, for kids starting school for the first time. You know, it's very overwhelming. It's a new routine. It's a new experience. Lunch is you know, short, it's not very long. There's a lot of, you know, stimulation around them. So to give them foods they're really familiar with and that they enjoy at home is important. And it's definitely not a time to introduce, you know, that quinoa salad you've been wanting them to try, (laughs) right? Um, So yeah, foods that that they're going to eat. So my son doesn't eat tuna, so it's not the time to start sending tuna sandwiches. I wouldn't, (laughs) no. Definitely wouldn't recommend. Okay, test test it out at home first. Yeah, (laughs) awesome. Um, I love what you had said before of like it's just one meal. It is, yeah. Lunch is, you know, it's one of many meals throughout the day. So if you're worried that they're not, you know, eating a balanced diet or you're not packing them the same, like the best food um, or the food that you think that they should be eating, you know, then fuel them with a healthy breakfast in the morning first and, you know, hit them with something super nourishing as soon as they come home from school when they're super hangry, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like hungry and angry. And you at this point, they're like, I'm going to snack now and they'll eat anything. So that's when you give them that like veggie loaded smoothie, you know? Awesome. Um, yeah. And- I never even thought of that. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't think about it either. And it was stress for me, but I ended up meeting with um, a nutritionist in regards to my daughter because she was, I don't like to say picky, but she was a selective eater, um, more of a snacker when she first started school. And she's not a big meat eater. She's all about fruits and veggies. And I was just really worried that she wasn't getting what she needed throughout the day. But the nutritionist really reassured me saying, you know, don't worry, it's one meal throughout the day. Like you just add and give her lots of protein if that's like hemp hearts and seeds in the morning and her cereal or like yogurt. And as soon as she gets home, you know, like hit her with any like protein rich foods that you can and just, you know, that's the time to get it into them. Not at lunchtime. Yeah. Pack something they're going to eat and not toss. Yes, exactly. Because, you know, and I heard this, I heard this amazing quote the other day and it was uh, a jam sandwich in the tummy is better than a ham sandwich in the bin. And I, <laughs> yeah. and I, th- I thought it was brilliant, right? Because, you know, I think there's a lot of um, 
judgment when it comes to to food and thinking, you know, judgment on ourselves. Like I can't just give my daughter a jam sandwich for lunch. I mean, that's not good enough. Um, but you know what? If you try something that they're not going to like, it's just going to end up in the bin at school or come home in the lunchbox uneaten and you're going to throw it out at the end of the day. So going back to pack the food that they're going to eat. Do you try and switch it up every day? Do you repeat lunches? Because I know on the website, you have these fantastic lunch guides, which I everyone needs to go check them out because they're so good. So how do you feel about repeating lunches? Yeah, I think repeating lunches is really important. You know, when Abby started school, I was always trying to pack her something fresh and new every day, but you burn out real fast. And this is a lot of variety. And again, there's a lot of stimulation at school, you know, at home, they eat the, my kids eat the same breakfast on, on repeat, you know, they eat their cereal, they eat their toast, they eat their, you know, um, yogurt, granola, and at dinners, you know, it's like taco Tuesday, it's pizza (laughs) Friday, you know, we get like a vegetarian meal and we eat some like chicken or fish. So, you know, there's a lot of like repeating meals that they eat throughout the day. And I think we can really do that for lunch as well. So if you pick five meals, lunches, like sit down with your kids, pick five lunches that they're going to want to eat for lunch and you know that they're going to eat and just honestly keep packing those five meals until they tell you to stop packing them or to switch things up. Because, you know, as you pack these same meals over and over again, you're going to get really good at packing them. (laughs) You know, everyone's like, lunches take forever to pack. Well, you're going to be a pro, like cooking that pasta dinner, right? Or, you know, whipping up those tacos. You can, you can do it in your sleep, packing these lunches. And then when your kids get tired of, you know, eating the same lunches, they'll let you know. They'll start to come home and eat, have a conversation with them, switch one or two of them up, we'll change all five. But sit down with them, talk to them, create a meal plan, and repeat those meals until you... Um, want to make that change. That's awesome. My husband famously, um, and it's funny, actually, we had, we were talking about, we had the same lunch, I think for like two years in a row, him and I, and obviously we don't know each other in elementary school, but um, we both would take ham with Havarti on a bagel. Literally, I think I ate that every single day for a year. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, by, I had a, like a little difficult lunch journey as a kid, but um, at one point there was a bagel stop that opened on the way to school. So when uh, my mom, every morning we would just stop and she'd get me a bagel because she knew I would eat that <laughs> and it traveled well. So that's comforting for you, right? So eating that bagel as an adult too, that's, that's got to bring up some good memories with your mom and just, you know, good childhood memories and food. Totally. And in high school, um, she, one year I was, I was really focusing in on school one year, I think it was grade 11. And so she kind of had picked up packing my lunches again. She hadn't packed my lunches in years. Um, but in grade 11, she started packing my lunch again. My favorite was brie with avocado and lettuce on a roll. And oh. it's so comforting to me now because it reminds me of when I was like in high school and I was like studying and, you know, just go, go, go. And I was working and, but my mom would always make sure I'd have my lunch because sometimes, you know, I'd leave the house in the morning and then I'd go straight from school to work or whatever, but I'd always have my really delicious, indulgent brie and avocado roll. (laughs) You had a good palate as a child. I understand now while you talk, you know, you have such a passion for food and love to talk about it. Way to go, mom. Yeah, she was, she, um, my mom is, really good at making lunches, but her dinner, she makes one thing really well and that's reservations. So, 
<laughs> Good for her. You know what? After after all day of being a mom, I think we definitely deserve just a break. You know, I love cooking, but cleaning and oh, we need a break to kick our feet up. So good for her. Exactly. Yeah. I love a, I love a good takeout night for sure. But, <laughs> but that's wonderful. That's that, that, that then says, you know, that there's something with the repeating lunch menu as well. You know, it's, um, it's comforting for kids, you know, and every day in school, things are changing and there's so much stimulation that eating food that they're used to, or that's comforting for them, like brings comfort to them throughout the day. Totally. And that brings me sort of to my next question. So, um, I, I feel like I've already planned the first week or two of dinner menus for my son and it's all of his favorite, favorite comforting foods. So should I be making leftovers and packing him leftovers? What does he eat for lunch now? Does he eat leftovers for lunch now? No. So, but the thing is he has been home with me always. So he was only in daycare for a few months. So he is really like a grazer at lunch. Like he'll like, he likes spicy salami, but then he'll like have a couple bites and be like, Oh, it's too spicy. I need like a cracker. And then I'll have like a little cracker or he'll have like, a hot. I mean, it's summer now. So he'll, he loves barbecue hot dogs. I mean, who doesn't in the summer? So he'll have like a barbecue hot dog or he'll have a bowl of cereal because, you know, maybe he had like yogurt for breakfast. So he wants cereal for lunch. And it, those things just don't really, I mean, besides the crackers and the salami, I, I can't pack him cereal. Can I? You can't. No, you can't pack cereal. And I've done a lot of research on it. It's just because the milk, I mean, you can't really pack milk because we can't keep it cold enough to transport properly and safely. Mm-hmm. Um but saying that we do pack yogurt as well. So if they, if they offer milk at school, you know, you could totally put thermos, um, put your cereal in a thermos and then he could pour the milk in. If you feel like he could do that, you know, himself, you can always speak to his teachers about that. Maybe putting milk in the fridge there. I mean, it's, it's also post, like, you know, we're dealing with COVID-19, right? So we Mm want to try to give them foods that don't require them to struggle with, right. Opening them or asking for help. So Mm -hmm. if he's going to struggle opening the milk container or the bottle, it might be difficult, but saying that too, like that little charcuterie, that snack snack tray, um, you know, you could totally create something like that, uh, for him, for his lunch with the spicy salami. And if it's crackers and cheese and, you know, what I talked about eating as a kid that I now pack for my kids, I mean, to if he isn't eating leftovers now, and I, I think leftovers for lunches are amazing. They save time and food waste. Um, they're also great for kids that don't like snacky foods or sandwiches, right? Because they're meals, they're food, they're smaller portions of the meals that they eat. So it, it's a great way to get in like nutritious food into these kids that don't really like snacks. Mm-hmm. But if your son is used to eating smaller portions of food, keep it that way because that's what he's used to. And you said to me when we talked earlier that he, he likes to take his time, right. Mm -hmm. With, with his meals. He does. Yeah. He'll say, he'll, he'll make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich last 45 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) He savors his food, (laughs) which is good, but. (laughs) So that's great. So you know what, as you said, you know, he's got lunch and he's got two snack times, right? So take Mm -hmm. that peanut butter jelly sandwich and like, split it between two containers or three containers and then, you know, add some other little foods with it. It could be like three containers with the same types of like same foods in it. Like don't feel overwhelmed that, okay, now I have three 
meals I have to pack for him, they're small, but now I have to put in like 12 different items of, you know, food into it. Pack the same thing, like two pieces of, you know, peanut, or you can't pack peanuts, but two packages, uh, pieces of sandwich, and then, you know, some fresh fruits and fresh veggies, you know, or like cheese and crackers and fruits and veggies or that salami and the cheese and just make it small, easy for him, not overwhelming. And he can take his time eating it and then go to the next one or just buy a big bento. And then he can just keep eating from the same one through the three breaks he has throughout the day. That's awesome. You know, I never even thought of that, but if he, because he likes to, he likes to finish his food, just split it up. That's brilliant. Yeah. I love that. Good. Good. Yeah. Well, and then- we overthink things, you know, and, and we just, again, have to pack foods that we get excited mm-hmm. and we overthink things. And we, we really just want our kids to be nourished and, you know, have a good day. And we want to pack them good food, but like just pack them the same foods that they eat at home. Even if it's like a repeat of breakfast, you ate yogurt for breakfast. Well, that's fine. You can add, you know, that yogurt cup in his insulated lunch bag and send it to him to eat again. Right. Like mm-hmm. That's great. Well, and then we sort of touched on nuts. So in Ontario, uh, we're obviously nut free. I think at most schools in Ontario um, and in some other provinces as well. Have you heard of any really crazy food restrictions anywhere or do you think that nut free is sort of across the board in North America? Um, I know in the United States, there's some schools that allow nuts for sure. Cause some mm. fellow lunch packing moms, they, you know, will share peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in their lunch boxes. Um, in Canada, I'm pretty sure we can pack nuts or like any nut, right? No, mm. no Nutella, n- um, no walnuts, no, you know, cashew butter or almond butter, it's pretty much strictly nut free. Um, and because, you know, my kids, my kids now are five and eight, I'm so used to packing nut free, um, Mm -hmm. that I don't even have to really think about it. And they're not into the nut substitute butters, like the wow butter. They don't like, they won't touch sesame seed butter or sunflower butter. Like they don't like it. Um, mm-hmm. And it, which could be a challenge for some people. And I, I really feel empathetic, you know, for those people that are really struggling, like if their kids are really big peanut butter fans, but saying that too, we have to remember, this is just one meal throughout the day. You know, you can get, have that peanut butter and jelly sandwich prepped for them at home or, you know, put those nuts and seeds in their, you know, muesli or oatmeal in the morning or, you know, in their smoothie, you know, peanut butter is a big, you know, popular butter to add into or almond butter into smoothies. Um, But we have to be mindful of the kids, right? Since with Mm -hmm. the sensitivities at school, and I'm for sure very empathetic to them and their parents because the past two years, my daughter suffered from some really bizarre food sensitivities and, you know, when she was at school before everything shut down, I would be called in probably three times a week because she was having an allergic reaction. Oh my goodness. So it's really stressful. So if parents are worried, you know, if it's such a severe allergy, whether it's to nuts or sesame or like shellfish or anything that could be banned from your child's particular class, Mm-hmm. And then we just have to be really mindful of these other parents that are just too, you know, everybody has the child's best interest and we just want our kids to be safe and healthy. And I think at the end of the day, dealing with an allergy, an allergic reaction versus, you know, a child who's upset because they can't get their peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's really just have to 
know that we can give it to them as soon as they get home. Totally. And I mean, I know the way, especially kindergartners eat, like my son and daughter will have peanut butter sandwiches. I swear I'm buying peanut butter for like three days. Smeared everywhere in the house. Everywhere. (laughs) But it's so, it's so so good. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. a peanut, like a really good peanut butter jelly sandwich and like really bad white bread and stuff. I just love it. So my goodness. Well, my guilty pleasure is premium plus crackers with chunky craft peanut butter (laughs) and a big glass of red wine. Oh, we've got, we've gone a long way now from your avocado and brie sandwiches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just bring it back to basics. I, I, you know, my mom is, uh, she was pretty, besides like the bagel stop when we'd have every morning on my white bagel, um, at home, we, like she shopped a big carrot, she shopped at Noah's. So our food was very healthy and, you know, we had quinoa regularly at home and, um, and alternative nut butter. So we always had like tahini on hand and sesame mm-hmm. butter. And so I remember when I first moved out, I think I was like 21 when I moved out on my own and my mom came over after I had moved in and done my first grocery shop. And I'm pretty sure I was eating like lucky charms with chocolate milk. And <laughs> she was like, what are you eating? Like I guess, cause we didn't really even have milk in our house. If we had like soy milk or almond milk and, um, and never like processed cereals with sugar ever. So she was shocked. And, um, and I was like, you know what, I, this is my apartment, mama. I can eat what yeah. I want here. <laughs> and, and she did such a great job nourishing you when you were young, but you know what? Life's all about balance too. And it's about, you know, and that includes indulgence and that's those lucky charms. That's the soda, you know, crackers with the peanut butter and the glass of wine. That's just life and that's living. <laughs> yeah. So good for you. Yeah, exactly. Well, and she all, like we were, we did have those things occasionally. So I think it sort of took the, the stigma away from them. Like I know that those things are now treats. So, you know, I buy my my inaugural every mother's day, I get my box of lucky charms <laughs> that's and that's my mother's day breakfast. So, you know, there has to be a balance, which is the same for kids. For sure. For sure. And there's some really great accounts out there, registered dietitians who talk who now talk about really not um, talking about sugar as treats, like really just giving it to our kids, not in like huge amounts, but just making it normal food for them. Right. So not die hard you know I need to have that right now or it's like I need the chocolate like you know the sugar bag was open in my cabinet today and I'm like how is this sugar bag constantly opening up is that I keep opening it and then I looked at my daughter and she had this smile on her face and she's like I've been adding it to my cereal (gasps) right (laughs) and it's because you know I've um I've been always taught her, you know, sugar is a treat and it's something we have after this. And, you know, you have to do this first for it, but I'd love to do more research on it and reading up on it. But nowadays, some registered dietitians, they talk about, maybe they've always talked about it this way, just having like your dessert with dinner, or if you pack the lunchbox and you add a treat, let your children just see it as a regular food. Like it's just, you know, something that they can enjoy. Um, along with all the other healthy options. I don't know, there's, it's just something yeah. to look into. And my sister, she has a daughter who's two and a half. So I was like, Jamie, come on. I've already messed my kids up. So you have a chance <laughs> with Milena, you know, <laughs> teach, teach her the right way. I don't know. It's Things are always changing, right? So who knows what's right? What's right is what's right for you. That's all. Totally. Did you ever read the book, uh, French Kids Eat Everything and Your Kids Can Too? I've heard about it. 
So I read it when my son, I think I was pregnant with my son, actually, when I read it, <laughs> I was so eager, <laughs> my first child. Yeah. Um, but I recently flipped through it again because I wanted to see what she had written about lunches. And I actually came upon a part about pan au chocolat. And it's just, it's regular breakfast for French mm-hmm. kids. You know, they have chocolate croissants or they have hot chocolate or when they come home from school or that's their tea time or whatever. And they bake cakes on the weekends. And um, it's such just a part of their culture that mm-hmm. they don't gorge them. The kids aren't gorging themselves on chocolate as soon as they're out of eyesight from the parents because they're allowed to have it for breakfast or, you know, Italian kids have Nutella on toast every morning or, you know, most mornings. So it's just, I think the way maybe that we perceive it, which I th- also thinks unfortunately has to do with diet culture in North America. Um, we, we just see it differently than the Europeans see it. Whereas the Europeans are like, you know, this is enjoy. This is how it it's is. Just, yeah, it's part of yeah. the food group, right? Yeah, that's yeah. It's it's very true. It's very true. That's a I'll um I'll have to look into that book. But I, I think that's so interesting, and it's very true. I don't. Uh, I think it is a North American thing, and uh, you know, even I, I took Abigail out to get um you know I was getting coffee from Starbucks, and I got her a yogurt. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, no, we're going to get a healthier snack. And I said, what's the sugar content on that? And it was, you know, the fruit at the bottom and Mm -hmm. the yogurt at top and the top. And it was crazy. It was, I think it was 18 grams of sugar in it. Wow. And I was like, you know what? I should have just gotten you that cookie that you wanted. Yeah. Right. Because I'm here, I'm trying to make a healthier decision for her, you know, Mm -hmm. and it ends up being just as sugary. So if you're going to, it's just, it is what it is, right? Yeah. Well, one right? day I had had some sorbet, um, store-bought sorbet in the in the freezer, and my son had asked for some for lunch. And I was like, no, you know, you can't have sorbet for lunch. And then I so then he was like, okay, well, can I have like a yop or something? And I had some in the fridge and I gave it to him. And then my husband kind of laughed and he goes, I'm sure the sugar is exactly the same on both of them. And it was like a natural-ish sorbet from like Whole Foods, and it had mm-hmm. less sugar than the yop. <laughs> and I was like, I should have given him some sorbet. Right? We should just live in France and eat pan au chocolat. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> um, do you have any sort of like set guidelines when you're sitting, when you're setting out to pack lunches? Do you think, okay, I need to have like a fruit, a veggie, a dairy, a carb, a piece of chocolate? <laughs> fruits, fruits and veggies, like fresh fruits and veggies are always a must for me. It's, it's, it's just something that there's at least a two or three in all of my lunch boxes. It's, it's just how we eat as a family and always what I've served to my kids. And they, thankfully they like them. You know, I know all kids don't like them, but they do for me. So, um, I, I always pack those and, um, really it's just balance from there, you know, packing what, what they like from there. If it's a, you know, Abby's not a big meat eater. She likes mac and cheese. So I'll pack her mac and cheese and like Brooks and some meat eaters. So I'll always make sure I really add a limit of protein. This could be like, you know, a chicken wrap or chicken nuggets or, you know, the salami and, um, and the occasional sweet treat. So it's just really fruits and veggies are a must and everything else really is a balance. So do you tell your kids what you're going to plan for the week or do you sort of do it the night before morning of like, or are you meal prepping for the whole week? 
Yeah, we work on a meal plan together. So we sit down when I'm grocery shopping and we just plan out the week for them. Um, And I'll just ask them what they want to eat, five different meals. Um, And then I'll make sure I shop for that. And then the night before, I'll say, you know, this is what we had for Monday. This is what we're going to be packing tomorrow if it's not too late. Um, they can help me pack some of, you know, the sides, like fruit and veggies or snacks that are going to keep well the night before. Or if it's late and everyone just wants to relax, um, I'll just pack it all the next morning for myself. Wasn't that great? I can't wait for you to hear the next two episodes. To get a bit mushy here for a minute, I've been a ball of emotions the last couple weeks, ordering my son his uniform, buying his backpack, labeling all of his lunch containers, had me excited. Excited for him and I to start this next chapter. My son is getting excited too, and that's awesome. And the first day is rapidly approaching. The last two days I've been crying on and off, and I'm not even going to get into it, but it sent me into a box of Kleenex. Sending him lunches he'll eat and enjoy is something tangible I can do to care for him while he's at school. Don't worry about me, I'll be fine. I just need to be dramatic first and need a little bit of hand-holding. And thankfully, Jenny from Little Love Lifestyles is virtually holding my hand through the school lunch process. Don't forget to follow along on Food is Culture, a podcast, on wherever you stream your podcast. Cheers.